guys, we have a huge announcement to make. The McAllister Arts Podcast is going to be doing something completely new and different. We're going to be creating our first ever action comedy film entitled The Chronic Crusaders about one of our favorite subjects, cannabis. We have already got a solid cast and crew behind this project with the goal of releasing on April 24. Now, as everyone in show business knows, the one thing you desperately need to get a film started is funding. And that's where you, the listener, come in. Even if you only have a dollar or two to spare, this helps us tremendously. So, if you're a fan of the podcast and want to help, this is your chance. Please check out the link in the description for the Kickstarter to donate. Again, we appreciate all the listeners for tuning in every week, and we hope you consider helping this dream become a reality. Stutterbox Productions is a backbone for many of the events that you see in the Midwest, from EDM festivals to late-night hip-hop shows. This company has been working closely with this podcast since the beginning, and we always have plenty of things planned for the future. So, if you're looking to plan your next gear event, head over to their Facebook page to learn more today. I have some of these motherfuckers that come in with like symbols in their name, and I'm like, bro, I'm gonna have to write this down. Right, you're not <laughs> Prince, bro. You're yeah. not. You're like, <laughs> you're right? Like, he's the only one who can like pull that off successfully. It's just that be mo- like a yeah. It's that motherfucker's fault. It's Prince's fault. But he could pull it off though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, 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 just like you're saying, like they can't. We don't know who you are. Like, yeah, Prince was a G man. No. Prince was the fucking shit. He could fucking. He could do everything. Like his first album, he like recorded all the instruments himself. Dude, he's like top. He's wild. Like top ten musicians of all time. You know I what agree. I mean? You can rank that however you want, but he's in there somewhere. I agree. You know, people kind of like compete him and Michael Jackson. I say Michael Jackson was a better singer, but Prince was a better artist. Yeah, I could say that too. Yeah, yeah. Prince did. Well, I'll just say he was more involved in his music, right? Mm-hmm. Michael Jackson had a huge machine behind him. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, I, I'm not sure if he actually wrote his lyrics or not, but but he had the best people in the business behind him. You know yeah. what I mean? And and he's a generational talent. You know, a, a lifetime talent. You know what I mean? So I, agree. I think he's more comparable to like Kendrick Lamar. You know what I mean? He had more of like a directorial a role, which is great. I mean, I I think he did a great job with it, but it's just it's just different types of people um, doing. You know, work in the machine different ways. Yeah, you know? yeah. You got to play to your strengths. Exactly. Well, and I think you know, in any field you go, but especially an artistic route. Um, like you know, we were just talking about my hip hop career, right? Like my short lived hip hop career. Like a big reason why I left that is because you know, as an artist, you have to be able to look at your talents, what you're good at, what's being successful, and even if at the time you're not necessarily fully on board with it, you got to kind of channel it in and be like, okay, you got to look at it from a business perspective perspective right i think that's kind of the um pitfall of ours fall into is they kind of like i want to do everything i want to do and yep. and they don't um channel their energies in a way that's like business savvy and you know i even struggle with that to this day but it's something that people should keep in mind i think for sure definitely and i feel like uh just knowing so many artists rappers like over my lifetime like it seems like people either want to go the like they're either really good at the art or they're really good at the business side mm-hmm. of it. Yeah. But, yeah. But not a lot of people are like good at both. You know what I mean? Themselves. And it's okay to not be good. You can just hire people. You know what I mean? To oh, do, I agree. To do the yeah. business stuff. But yeah, it just seems like a lot of people don't really look at it from a, from both perspective, you know? Yeah. Well, I think that's why collaborative efforts almost always do better than individual efforts. Yeah. I mean, because yeah, I mean, you're just, you're expediting the process, right? You're, um, you know, I, I think when you're, when it comes to like, and this is just advice, like if it comes to like hiring artists or whatever, people like creatives, like, um, find, like finding the people who can do that. Like, that's like, that's the most important step when you're doing any kind of like music project or film or podcast or whatever. Like if the core people aren't going to be a good fit, then the part things going to fall apart. Like you need to find people that are going to be able to like work with the grain work with the pressure and do all that shit. But 
guys anyways we've already been talking for a minute but uh this is this is awesome uh guys ladies and gentlemen uh mccallister's podcast i'm your host always cole mccallister we're joined today with rapper local rapper buddy force how are you doing today man oh doing great i'm doing great i uh got off work a few hours ago and hell yeah yeah now here we are it's it's a pretty good day yeah chilling chilling on a weekend yeah (laughs) hell yeah or or, the you know the i didn't even know the iowa iowa state's games going on today until i was i was at work yesterday i i take pictures and like everybody there was like uh like in the in the gear and i'm like oh right it's gearing up yeah (laughs) yeah do do you have a do you have a stake in that or well you just moved yeah i just moved no 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 um yeah that's why you're free right now or else else i wouldn't be able to even do a podcast with you (laughs) yeah no i i I like sports uh basketball and football um yeah but i I like mostly the florida teams uh my football team is the ravens but uh okay as as far as uh basketball like like i've been to orlando many times right that's where Mm. i'm near from i told you sure yeah there's the magic right there i've seen them a couple times then the heat as well yeah cool cool yeah you know i i am like not really a sports guy i did uh cross country in high school that was like my so that says anything about me (laughs) (laughs) you know i i uh i did do cross country hell yeah it's it's a great sport man it's a great you know um and not even like as a sport like if you want to just like have a good challenge and like um almost like almost meditation in a way like just like kind of like finding yourself and like really working through some grit like go on a run man right it sounds simple and stupid but like go on a run around your block i'm sure that'll be like one of the highlights of your day it's gonna be better than anything you find scrolling through your phone you know? right oh yeah oh yeah a lot of people don't run anymore yeah yeah but, well shit i even i i'm preaching this right now but shit, i just take walks i'm down to walks you know i fucking <laughs> i i quit drinking i gained 20 pounds so i'm not like <laughs> i'm not a model of right. success usually it's the means. opposite right yeah yeah my mouth's bigger than uh the walk i walk you know <laughs> what i mean uh so so let's get into it what uh what started you in the hip-hop route route um you said you kind of started in florida that's kind of where you right is that where you were kind of mainly born and raised yeah would you say right, right, okay yeah. okay so i guess what what transitioned you up to iowa and uh you know i guess how what's your let me ask you this how has your musical experience changed moving since, since to iowa yeah yeah so i've recorded only one song so far but i went to uh carousel studios okay. i think that's in yep. West, i'm familiar with them yeah yep. yeah i where is that west des moines is that where it is yeah or? Uh, i think so yeah 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 and i had a great experience there like i love the studio you know it's clean and professional mm-hmm. um the song's actually coming out soon september 13th um of this month yeah so okay yeah word. yeah a couple days now where what day of the week is that um, I'm not sure actually. I'm gonna say yeah. <laughs> you should know, motherfucker. Well, no, I'm well, kidding. No. I'm Let, kidding. <laughs> let's, we can do the math, right? <laughs> okay, today's the ninth. It's a Saturday. So four days. Is it the eighteenth? Uh, no, or, or the thir- the thirteenth. The thirteenth. Yeah. That's so that'd be so it's Tuesday. All right, Tuesday. Tuesday, go. I think. Okay. Well, I think this episode will actually drop after that. So by the time this is out, the swallow will be out. Right. So. But you should definitely stream definitely when it it's out. Yeah. <laughs> we'll put a link in the description yeah. for sure yeah man uh so how, how long have you been doing this uh total total i think I, I think i like first started writing music like my process into this like listening to rap music right and i'm just like when like as i'm a kid and i'm like man i feel like i can like spit my own bars on this you know what i mean and i'll like change up different words in the song like no i like this better like it would have been better if you said this you know what i mean yeah and then i think that transitioned to like okay maybe i can just write a full song like you know i'm just changing words in other rap songs you know for a whole verse it's basically like i'm freestyling and writing in my head okay hell yeah but yeah, eventually I started writing it down, right, and okay. beats, finding the beats you know, on YouTube and whatnot, and yeah, practicing ever since then. Yeah. Excuse me, hell yeah. So, are you usually approaching it like from a freestyle freestyle perspective or writing perspective? Like, how do you usually approach that process? Um, it depends on the beat, right? The beat sets mm, the tone sure. for like the mood, right? Sure. And when you're in certain moods, different beats will strike you differently. So you're always writing based off the beat, essentially essentially yeah. okay cool yeah. um but now you can talk about anything on any beat you know sure. what i mean doesn't need if you're on a sad <laughs> sad piano track it doesn't have to be you know yeah true super sad but <laughs> <laughs> you could do like some low wage shit. Right. just talk about eating out pussy you know <laughs> 
It's like fucking sample mode. Sorry. Oh, uh, dude, I love Lil Wayne, man. He's, he's one of the best. He's for the shit. Sure. Yeah. I've been listening to him a lot lately. He's just like, you know, it's he's one of those artists where like you listen to like the Carter two and the Carter four, and they're completely different albums, like the completely different sounds, and like the fact that he's been able to like traverse through all these different movements of hip hop, and like you know, he's he's like been, you know, he. It, his style hasn't really changed since he came out <laughs> like yeah like or at least for for a long time you know what i mm-hmm. mean just in the in the in the way that like he's not like pick doing like crazy rap trends you know what i mean oh sure, yeah, yeah. He's essentially just rapping the same way that he's always been rapping but it's over and it's still great mm, yeah no i agree with that 100 percent. yeah no because it's you listen to him it's like yeah it's still Lil Wayne, and he's only 40 which he does is not crazy. look 40 dude. i know <laughs> All that lean, man. Dude, it's not good for you, man. You. Yeah. <laughs> God. You know what, though? I did see an interview with him lately. Um, he was on the Tony Hawk po- Excuse me. The Tony Hawk's podcast. And um, he, I mean, he looked, like, relatively healthy. Like, okay, he looked well, actually pretty fresh. So I'm glad I'm, he is, like, getting he- better, getting healthy. Maybe he is, yeah. Maybe he's just sticking in the weed. Like, you know? Like, yeah, I hope so. But, no. Yeah, because yeah, I have a friend who did that lean shit, and he just, he went off the rails, and... Uh, yeah, man. Stay away from codeine. Stay away from fucking uh, Xanax yeah. or or what? Um, hydromethazine. What or what's the what's promethazine? The, promethazine. Promethazine. Yeah, something like that. The like the technical term for lean. But yeah, stay away from that shit. I I tried lean once and it wasn't even that good, man. What did it taste like? Uh, well, it was basically just like cough syrup, and it was like a concentrated cough syrup. So and was like, it like grape or? Yeah, strawberry? yeah. It was it was a graper. It was a grapey. Uh, flavor yeah but i mean it was just like taking a xanax basically you know i i feel like it's liquid the same. form yeah i feel like it's that same kind of um not really dissociative but just like a numbing sensation i don't know if you're taking xanax or benzos no, or anything no, like that i don't recommend yeah. it um but yeah it's it's uh you know and that's something I, that's something i'm really glad it's like declined it's right like the use of benzos i think that was like I think that's like I think people have started prescribing it less, which is good because like, like I remember four or five years ago they were handing that shit out like candy. Like you could just go and be like, I'm like, there's the John Mulaney joke where he's like, he goes into the doctor's office, he's like, oh, I'm scared of flying, and he's like, okay, here's Xanax. Like, <laughs> it's that fucking. That's all easy. it took back then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you could probably say it's still probably that easy, but it's a little. I feel like people are at least a little more knowledgeable about like, hey, this might actually have some long-term right (laughs) but uh, at that point you already know what you're getting yourself into yeah exactly yeah man so uh shit yeah it's it's, so how do you like living in iowa in general do you uh do you miss florida or how do you feel about all that um yeah like i said earlier it was a good change of pace like i feel like keeping myself busy has made me like it a lot Mm -hmm. and just checking out new places seeing new things like gray's lake and uh, yeah. yeah the different malls jordan creek mall and stuff that uh you know it just uh fills up my spirit you know what i mean makes me feel good doing stuff like that seeing new places so yeah it's it's crazy how much uh des moines has grown really i mean even in the seven years i've lived here like it's it's you know jordan creek used to be like a i mean not seven years ago but like jordan creek used to be like a dirt road Oh, you, you know, remember people, back then? No, was, I don't okay. remember. But like, you know, my parents and shit lived there, and like, like my mom lived in Des Moines most of her life, and yeah, they would always talk about how it was just like a fucking dirt road back then. You know, yeah. there's there the golf course back there. That was like one of the first things that were on that road. But yeah, man, it's it's kind of. I think a lot of it is like the coasts have kind of just like lost there. Like you know, there's too many damn people moving. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like driving exactly. up the prices of everything, man. Living in the south. And yeah, like, yeah. Well, that's kind of um, like Austin, right? Like I kind of thought I was kind of thinking like, oh, maybe I could do video shit in Austin or something. But I mean, even that, you know, that's starting to get have a huge homeless problem, and you know, right. everything's like you said, things are getting hiked up and. Yeah, I feel like Iowa is kind of a weird. Like it's really cheap to live here, and there's also a lot going on and. Um, you know, it's still all really local and independent and kind of grassroots feel, but I like it, man. It's, it's, yeah, uh, I'm liking it so far. Got a lot of good memories like attached to here. So, yeah. Hell yeah, man. Hell yeah. So, um, so, uh, you, you also, do you also do, cause uh, we, like we were talking earlier, like you and I actually, the first way we got in contact was through, um, doing the Crown Crusaders. Right. Um, like, do you, have you done any acting like beyond like 
auditioning for or well like uh um you know being interested in working with that like yeah no um you know being in florida is it am i still in frame if i sit forward yeah yeah, Yeah, i think so yeah you're good yeah no being from uh in florida that's like a good uh that's that's a good film state you know what i mean there's a lot of projects going on in florida so it gave me the opportunity to um you know be a background actor do do, Mm. uh background work and uh, start getting on like Hollywood movie sets and stuff like that. Oh wow, yeah. that's tight. Yeah. Are you able to say which movies? I mean, yeah, I was in uh, Baywatch, Sharknado oh, okay. Three. Ooh, Sharknado yeah. Three. Yeah, that's... just just uh, background stuff. You know what I mean? Okay, but, but it's still be, awesome, it's still though. cool being on the set. You know what I mean? And, yeah. yeah, yeah. Craft services tables, all that stuff. <laughs> all that shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That is. Uh, probably an advantage to uh um you know against like someplace like iowa is like uh yeah the the likely of like a big you know hollywood driven machine of a production uh coming to iowa's i mean there's been talks of it you know I, I i could get into the whole like the iowa tax code and you know a bunch of different reasons why um iowa almost had a film industry but didn't etc um, some yeah. history there yeah well i mean long story short there was uh, a like a tax uh, thing that was initiated in like I think the late 2000s early 2000s um, and uh, basically it got abused the guy who ran it like just you know stole he like used a lot of money or was just being shady or something like that so the whole thing kind of fell apart and it hasn't really looked up since but like and, you know there's nothing wrong with that but like there's something that is kind of missing where like I kind of wish like, Oh, maybe if you did go to places like Austin or, you know, Atlanta or Florida or whatever, where they are making these big productions, right. Yeah. Uh, film bigger chance of stumbling into something. Yeah. I mean, not even that, just like just witnessing how that's done, you know, watching like, you know, thousands of people in one place, just like all working together to create yeah. this big production budget thing that you, you know, you go see on a freak screen. You're like, Oh my God, how'd you do this? Like seeing that actually happen. Like that, that would just be amazing to witness. Like you're not going to get that in Iowa, right? Like even if the, even if there was like some kind of like Netflix TV spot or something that came to Iowa, it would be nothing like going to LA and be on the set of Avengers or whatever. Even though I, even though you know I'm not personally a huge fan of those Marvel movies, like I do have to admit, like watching that process would be cool. Watching how they do it would be cool. I will say, yeah, that would be like invaluable, like for you as a director, invaluable experience. You know what I mean? Hundred percent, way better than like any education, mind you. You know, like uh, that's the real thing. Exactly, yeah, learning on the job. Exactly, it's like language, man. You know, like I learned more working with other Hispanics in a deli shop than I ever did two years doing (laughs) working or uh, you know doing a Spanish class. You know, it's uh, living in it and living that experience. That's always going to be the best. Education. Way better when you're immersed in the like the culture and all that. Yeah, exactly, exactly. No, um, and you know, I think it's kind of interesting the 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 format of like education in general. You know, with the internet, right? Like, I almost feel like, <clears throat> in my opinion, for the better. Um, I think that like the internet is almost like devalued education. Like it's it's not as necessary to like go to K through twelve and like have the teacher tell you everything. Right. You, you can, can just like, Google everything throughout exactly, your whole life. <laughs> exactly. And you know, it'd be one thing if the schools came together and was like, Hey, um and maybe they do a little bit, I don't know, but it, in my opinion not enough. Like find a way to like actually integrate the internet. Right? Be like, Okay, we have this monolith the internet like let's recognize that yes this is probably going to take away a lot of what we do as teachers but it like it's similar to like ai in the film right like f- like take the beast and use it versus just like fight it the whole time because yeah. if you keep fighting yeah. it then you're just going to devalue yourself and you're going to make people lose faith in the institution and the system which again in my opinion is okay but <laughs> um but you know like it, i think it's important for people to think about that to think about uh like keep processing yeah keep moving with the times yeah exactly it's important man it's important yeah um do you have any cool anecdotes from being on those sets um or anything like that yeah yeah just just meeting um all the people first of all like i gotta say it's crap the craft services like are immaculate you know what i mean like (laughs) i can't uh stress that enough like i've never seen that much free food like no like yeah eat more i'm just like Oh, I'm so full, but I haven't made it to that thing yet. I'm just like, you know what I mean? Like, like, I, yeah, it's something you'll never forget. But no, yeah. there's just like, 
tons of cool people you know what i mean like between takes you're just chatting with random people and everyone's in the same boat as you there's that that mutual respect you know what i mean like hey we're trying our best here i know you're trying your best i know we're in the background but you know this is the level we are on act as actors and yeah they're really cool everybody's really cool um sometimes you get to talk to like the producers and the actual directors too or that's or they up. you know what i mean they're like you i need you like over here like da, 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 da. you know what i mean like yeah so so you say you did baywatch and you did sharknado yeah. and then did you do anything else or um just background or just more background work like just like short, smaller type yeah of, smaller okay. types yeah okay uh and like i guess like from your perspective have most of those experiences been like positive have you ever had times where like you just saw the producer director just being a dick and you were like what the fuck like i don't know like has it been pretty chill for the most part like, it has your... been pretty chill okay. for the most part that's cool yeah especially on the hollywood sets i feel like people know what the deal is on set you know what i mean mm. like this is the guy in charge like yeah there's little we're not really here to challenge him the whole time you know yeah well and i can imagine that <clears throat> that's again kind of something else that iowa lacks it's like you know when you're when you're dealing with like a grassroots type of environment and nobody's really getting paid it's really easy for egos to get in the way and like um you know like not to talk shit about the 48 hour project at all like i think the project's great but um like I think the a lot of I think it really showcases a lot of the pettiness that is in a local scene. Like that's something I kind of just um, like took away from it. Mm. Was like I think I'll, like and it was really sad because there were a lot of really great productions, but I also think there were a lot of people who just were kind of petty about it and kind of like, oh, I didn't get this award, and it's like, okay, guys, we had like, um, well, I think it was forty eight different films get made for that thing out of Iowa, which is like the biggest that had ever yeah. been, and. Um, like can't we just appreciate that like what if we took like five or eight of these groups combined them together and like made like an actual fucking huge ass production right like th that's where my mind goes that would be amazing exactly but th but then you kind of just get these people who are like oh my project didn't get the best of you know <laughs> right it's and like the, it's like that the artist you know yeah. what i mean like and again i'm not trying to disparage the 48 hour or even any group specifically it was just that was just something i kind of came away like i did a post about it. i was like you know this is just something i kind of came away from and it's not even that like particular event it's just iowa in general it's right. just and not even iowa it's just local scenes in general that's what always happens it gets clicky you know it, it, like I, that's why i think like when you bring money into it that's when things start to actually get better. Right. It's like hierarchy uh, starts to like level yeah. out. You know yeah, what I mean? Exactly. They're like, all right. All People right, are yeah. actually there for their job. They're like, oh, I'm getting paid to do this. I need to, it doesn't matter how I feel or whatever. I need to do X, Y, Z right yeah. now. Not like, oh, I kind of, Henry's kind of a dick. I don't, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't want to fuck with him, you know, which right. is fine. Do, if you, think do you mind if I grab a, like a sweater really quick? Oh, sure. Yeah. yeah we can no, take a quick like break. That. That's, yeah, a, that's totally fine. Yeah. We'll be right back. Yeah, my experience was really good with my team, Welch Film. Mm. Yeah. Um, Hell yeah. Our, our project was the painting, and it was like, you know, you had to say the that line, right? Um, oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. So besides that, everything was like ad-libbed, you know what I mean? Oh, like there was no, there was no okay. script, you know what I mean? We just did did the take a few times, and we used the best one, right? Yeah. Hmm. So are you saying it was kind of like a one take type of deal like no. it was like a one shotter or how'd you do it no no um we did multiple takes right oh okay. but each each take we ad-libbed a different line you know what i mean oh yeah interesting yeah. interesting because because that one phrase is the only thing that had to be dead on right sure but everything else is just yeah they're like all right do it this way all right we do it this way right then we do it like all right do it this way more this you know what i mean more energy so you do it with more energy all right no i don't like what you said there like switch this you know what i mean so then interesting yeah yeah and then we, okay. do, we take the best takes out of all of that you know okay so did that make for like a quicker process do you think like did what did that ease it up just doing it, or was it like a was it a whole long thing that you did did it take a while to do um, it took all day. Yeah. Okay. Until, okay. yeah, probably till like six. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Um, we started at what? Nine, 10, you know, nine 30. Nine 30. Yeah. Nine. Okay. Yeah. Did you guys do a whole, cause like our group, we did like a whole like Friday night, like collab. And then we did all day Saturday and then they edited all day Sunday. 
you know and like 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 we were talking about before like i i have no interest in like running a 48 hour at this time because that's all i already do the podcast and everything else i'm not trying to fucking i'll be involved i'm not trying to run anything i already run too much you know (laughs) i love people who uh you know who are involved and do it though i think there's a lot of potential here man and yeah like i said i'm not trying to shame anyone it's just kind of oh god it's the cat fucking up the (laughs) no it's fine Hi, kitty. <laughs> Guess yeah, we can show. put him. We can put him out if you want. Oh no, no, he's cool, yeah. man. He's cool. Um, but yeah, man. No, I, I think there's definitely something to be said for like just the area in general. You know, I, I it's there's a lot of potential, but it's I don't know. It's an interesting thing. What? You, uh, I mean, you're a fan of film. Like, do you do you have any kind of like favorites when it comes to film or anything that you um, like any types of film that you prefer, like horror or anything like that? Like, do you have any? No, I'm, yeah, I wouldn't say I, I like every every type of film. Okay, but, you're not uh, a big film guy or anything no, like No, 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 no. Oh, just, you are? Okay. I am, but I just don't like every single type of film. Sure, sure. Yeah. No, me neither. I mean, <laughs> yeah, fuck, I don't, I don't like yeah the, exactly. That's yeah. all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Like, I like, I love action movies, kung fu movies. Oh, nice. Um, sci-fi, okay. sci-fi. Like, I'm wearing, you know, this, this should tell you, just, <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> everything like with animation and did that new one come out yet um i think so yeah did you see you didn't see it i didn't see it yeah i didn't see it yeah but um yeah i'm into like i like guy Ritchie movies you know like fast paced Mm. i like like bullet train you know what i mean like i have yet to see that oh yeah no it's great um quentin Quentin tarantino is pretty good yeah yeah he's Um, one of my favorites um Christopher Nolan's pretty good. Mm, yeah. Did you see Oppenheimer? Not yet. Not oh yet. my God, dude. Like movie of the year, hands okay. down. I, you know, I think, uh, I think for a lot of people kind of went over their heads because, uh, and, and like understandably because it was like a very dense film. Like it, if you see something like interstellar, like, and you watch that movie over and over again, you realize how dense a movie like that right. is even, you know, like so much, like there's like, like towards the last like 45 minutes there's like three different plot points like all happening at once there's like you're just getting overload with information i think what happened is with oppenheimer they did that with history okay and like i loved it i thought it was great but i think there are a lot of people that like came away from it like oh that last like half hour was just like a dense history lesson and like like yes in a way but like also not to get political but like i think you know a lot of stuff happening with like the russia ukraine and like Mm. a lot of like the nuclear you know, uh, dangers there afoot. I think it was a very, um, um, you know, timely needed film. Like it was a film that like we needed in this time. I think he handled, he handled it in a way that was like very apolitical. Like he didn't paint anyone as a good guy or bad. That was another thing I really loved about the film is nobody was the good guy in that film. Like the U S like no, but like no, everybody had their own motives and their own selfish reasons for doing what they did. They were all complicated. Like, and it was beautiful. Like, I think it was a lot better than if he had been like, Oh, like go USA. Like America. That's, that's what I feel like that takes a lot of restraint. And that's like a sign of a good storyteller. Yes. When you can let the uh, viewer decide who's mm-hmm. good, who's bad, yep. make your own assumptions. But exactly. I, yeah, this is just what happened, you know? Yeah. But I, I mean, I highly recommend it. I mean, I, I, you know, it might still be at the bo- at the theater at the box office. It might, I, I assume it would be because it's make it's bringing in so much. I mean, both that and Barbie are bringing in so much fucking money. Um, but yeah, if you have a chance to go see it, I mean, not even in I like I saw an IMAX and I loved it, but like even not I like even if you can just go to the theater, I highly recommend right. it. It is three hours. It's a long movie. Like you gotta strap in for sure, but it's fucking worth every fucking minute, man. All it's right. Great. What else have you seen lately? <sighs> um. Well, you know, TV wise, I've been watching uh house md me and my girlfriend okay binging that yeah i've seen a few episodes of that okay yeah Yeah. you know i always kind of feel like i'm house the main character like i'm that same persona just like (laughs) like a very like a nihilistic just like whatever you know (laughs) type of character you relate Um, very much yes yes so we've been just binging the fuck out of that and you know she's uh she's a therapist so she's kind of in that medical world so i think it kind of tickles that little um you know that thing for her and uh yeah, I've been watching that. I've been, I'm finishing up The Wire right now. Okay. That's like I'm for, on the last season of The Wire. Watch. Yes, first time watch. Yeah. yeah, have you seen The Wire? No, no. I've never seen Ooh, it. I, I, yeah, it's, so yeah, good, it's supposed to be really good. Yeah. Well, and you know, speaking of, uh, you know, amoral characters, that is probably the best example um, 
to this day that I've ever seen of like a show or a piece of media that's like that has two sides and neither of them are redeemable. Like every, like everyone in the drug gang and everyone in the police uh, you know, government status, like every single one of them is a piece of shit. <laughs> like, like there's, there's one kind of redeemable guy who like, um, he like basically tries to legalize drugs in the district. And like, it basically, it all kind of falls apart for various bureaucratic reasons. Um, but he's like, there's only like really one or two, like truly, you know, semi redeemable people right. in the whole good the, people. In the show. Yeah. Everyone just at one point in the show, like even if they're a good person later on, one point in the show, they do just some like shitty thing. Like there's a guy who's a teacher and like, uh, <laughs> I remember my, my girlfriend was kind of watching. He's like, Oh, he's a good guy. He's just trying to do a thing. I'm like, no, he fucking <laughs> season one. He fucking beat a black kid with his gun and made him blind. <laughs> like, he was not, he's not a good fucking guy. <laughs> But yeah, the whole show is basically just about like um the cha- like the the theme is like the chain of command. Okay. Like um like basically it's just like how both the police and the um the drug gangs like it doesn't they don't really have like they don't necessarily have like a code. It literally is just like whoever's in charge like that's what we do. Right. And there's just the various lives and you know points of points of views, perspectives, etc. like it all just kind of amounts to that. And something that's really beautiful about the show is like it takes place in Baltimore, right? And Baltimore is like um, a character in my mind because like a character of the show. Like every season ends with like a two to five minute montage of like just like watching people, like the characters, their lives go on, and then just like fit, zooms out to like Baltimore as a whole, and then it shows like police arresting people and like like people dealing drugs and like random shit happening, and it's just like. Like this is just it just life goes on. Like yeah. that's like and this I is love how it, it is. Yeah. yeah, I love it. Like I love those like kind of just like here's just a slice of life. Like I think the best movie is just like taking characters and like they're living their lives and then something happens and then it just keeps building on. Like that's the kind of that and like and then you know at the end you keep they keep going their yeah. lives go on or they don't <laughs> or <laughs> they die. They don't. Yeah, not everyone makes it. <laughs> Yeah, exactly, man. But yeah, that's what I've been watching lately. I, uh, yeah, I, like I said, I'm not a big like Marvel guy. I feel like I, I, I'm always kind of watching like the, um, like the old, you know, the horror movies and the old weird indie stuff. But I love that, man. I, you know, I've always, I've always had love for film. Yeah, you know, it's just no, so, had, so, me too. Yeah, it's just something I've had since I was a kid. You know, um, but yeah, man. <laughs> well, um, so I guess going back to your music, what, what are some of your, uh like artistic uh, influences or who are some of the people that you kind of inspire after when you're doing that kind of stuff? Um, yeah, I like, I like uh, classic rap, you know, I, li- I, I listen to a little bit of every era, you know, okay. Word. Um, so, so yeah, I would say like the, the top three that I would say is like Kanye West, mm, Kendrick wow. Lamar, okay. and like, Kid Cudi. Kanye over Kendrick? No, no, there's no, there's oh, no, there's no order. order. Yeah, oh, just okay, the top okay, three, okay. just the top three. And he said Kid Cudi for the last one. Yeah, Sorry. Yeah. Okay. All K's. No. Well, yeah. <laughs> Are you a racist? No. <laughs> That's just I'm their just names. Joking. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> That's funny. Well, you listed Kanye first, so you might be. <laughs> That's controversial, like take to say. Yeah, I'm just kidding. No, man. no, but um, I like I like when uh, rappers talk about like actual real shit. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I feel that. like I feel like all three of those, you know, guys have at each point made a song that like hit me in the feels. You know what I mean? Mm. In that right way, where it's like, oh, I can relate to that in some way. You know, not in like every way. You know, but but uh, you know, like oh, yeah. I, I'm feeling how. Kanye felt in this song or I'm feeling how you know what I mean like yeah you relate true. to the music in a like in a different way yeah. yeah I remember when that song easy came out um with a, well it wasn't technically a Kanye track but it was uh uh the game uh-huh. the game released it, it was like the game and Kanye put it out but it, I mean Kanye made the beat and he rapped over most of it so it was i i feel like the reason he didn't put it out was for legal reasons like under like the, like 
three Z did put out under Kanye specifically is like for legal reasons. Uh, cause it's, I mean, the whole song is just about like Kim basically. And like, you know, when he was going through the divorce and like, I was going through my divorce and separation at the time that that came out or like, or very shortly before, like that ended before the song came right. out. And like, I remember kind of like, I, I wasn't like really emotionally involved, but I remember kind of just listening to him like, yeah, I feel that. <laughs> <laughs> Like it's awful. See, that's it's all like, it takes. That's yeah. all it takes. Like yeah. it's awful. He's saying some crazy shit, but you're just like, yeah, I, I've been there. <laughs> <laughs> I felt that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, man. yeah. That, I feel like that's that's what makes uh, all all good media, right? Is mm-hmm. it relates to somebody, you know? That that yeah. that's that's like the core thing that ties all media together. Like in in every movie, you're like like in house, you're like, oh, I I can relate to that. You know yeah. what I mean? They made made something you can relate to and i think that's what ties like all media together you know that's what we're doing here is to relate yeah, to someone exactly you know i i think something similar that and this is kind of a weird weird tangent but uh something that house kanye and donald trump all have in common is they the reason that they have appeal is because they play the character that like nobody likes but every because we're human and we all have bad parts of ourselves, like we kind of like that in a way. We kind yeah. of like that there's someone out there like channeling that bad. <laughs> so like I like people kind of That's wonder true. like, I never thought like about it why like, like why do why do people like Kanye and Trump like why do they keep like having this following? It's like because people love that. Like, yeah. pe- like it's fucked up, but there's like this whole there's this whole group of people who like kind of like the fact that like hey you know like I feel like I kind of have some fucked up opinions and there's someone else who kind of has these fucked up opinions. So like maybe my opinions aren't so fucked right. up. You know That's mean? true. Yeah, they relate. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what do you think about you know you listen to Kanye in your top three like what what do you think about like the, all the controversy with Kanye and like you know I guess you know both from like how you know the whole divorce went and you know all the racist stuff with the Jews and like you know and he's kind of I don't know do you think he's gonna have a comeback like I don't know what do you think about all that no um yeah I don't think what he's saying is like right obviously but, oh yeah no it's crazy. but uh I think like he's kind of had a public battle with a uh, mental illness a little bit you oh, know 100%, so 100%. so i don't know how much you want to put that into account of his actions but oh i 100 percent but uh but at a certain point he's making the choices too there's no <laughs> i had a jewish <laughs> right. doctor <laughs> right there's no there's, there's no denying and like co-signing any of what this guy's saying you know whether yeah. no matter how lucid or not he is but um yeah, well, that's kind it's of not, da- it's not good. It's not good. I agree. Well, and that's kind of the dangerous thing, right? It's like, um, I mean, it's not so relevant now, but like you know, back when he was like going to Alex Jones and shit, like you could see like, oh, this man is like, like not doing well mentally, yeah. or like if you see him on Lex Friedman, like he's like. He like I don't know. Did you see that interview? Not the Lex Friedman one. I saw the Alex Jones one. Okay, you should check out the Lex Friedman one. Like I before that interview, I was kind of like I didn't know how I felt about it. I was like, I, you know, maybe Connie's just going crazy. And then you listen to that interview, he's like, oh no, this man is like an actual racist. He, he <laughs> oh, actually shit. hates Jewish people. Like <laughs> it's like you can feel it in his blood when he's like talking about it. But it's funny because he showed up to the interview like in pink clothes. Like he showed up like in a hat that had like speckled white paint on. He had speckled white paint like all over his clothes. He had like a like a sweater. That's and, like, the drip, bro. Yeah, Fashion like he icon, looked like bro. he hadn't showered in two weeks. Like he was just like, like this man is not doing well. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of sad a little bit, honestly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that that's the thing, right? Like it it, it is in a way sad. Like um. I mean, I guess there there is kind of a point where, like, just regardless of whether whatever mental illness you have, like, if you say things or think things, like, that's irredeemable, yeah. right? But like, but yeah, you can definitely still look at that and be like, yeah, that's that is kind of sad. How, um, and yeah, I don't even know where well, the fuck he's at now. Well, like, no, uh, it's it's sad in both ways that like you know this guy's mentally ill, but it's also sad that he's having these thoughts too. You know what I yeah. mean? Like that. Those aren't normal thoughts to have. So yeah, well, that that he's just like gone so far down that rabbit hole of like you know whatever correlations you can make with like um, you know Jewish people and money or power or whatever like um, to like correlate an entire race to anything and like you know fuck like Alex Jones and Gavin McInnes like you know two very controversial interviewers like they both made this point they were like okay so you're making these you know statements about jews like can you see can you see how like like in the context of like black people right if you were to say like oh like uh you know statistically black people commit most of the crimes so therefore black people are all criminals 
you know, like how fucked up that would be. Right. But he just can't. He can't even see that. He can't even see the hypocrisy and like. Um, yeah, that that's stuff. not good. That's not normal. Like <laughs> modes no, of thought. You know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah fucking Kanye man yeah you know I do think it will be interesting to see if he um, like pardon me one I I feel like what's gonna happen is this man's gonna go on like a five year like mental health crisis right and then enough time's gonna surface and he's gonna be like this is the vault this is the shit that I've been working on right. for, for decades. Years, yeah. <laughs> and then he's going to like, his base is going to have like a little like mini surge, but like most people at that point would be like, ah, whatever. Like Kanye's yesterday's news. Right. right? Exactly. Yeah. Cause that's like, I feel like if he was going to actually come back, it would have happened by now. Right. I think there's no, Trump came back. I yeah. Mean, come on. <laughs> <laughs> What's taking so long. Kanye? Yeah, exactly. But, uh, um, I, I think there's no, not really a, a time ever to not make a comeback. I think you can make a comeback at any time. True. Know? Like anybody, you know. That's true. Anybody, like all these uh, one-hit wonders of, of in any genre, you know what I mean? If you if they really got together, got their act together, there's they're, tal- they're still talented people at the end of the day. You yeah. know, yeah, if they wanted to make and produce a, another hit song or try again, they they could at any time, you know. I mean, maybe I I think there are a lot of times though that like a band just ha- or a band or an artist just has like a certain sound that like they like really get on one song, and then the rest of the album is like that same formula but it's just different. That's true. And yeah. then they like they can't really break out of that, and not even that they can't break out of it, but like like the audience wants that one sound right like take like take on me by aha yeah like that's their song like nobody knows any other of their fucking songs because they're all like that but they're not just shitty yeah <laughs> right and like like nobody and when nobody hears aha they're like nobody wants anything else by them they yeah. just want that song so eventually you know you go where the money is right yeah <laughs> like there, there's a point where it's like okay why why would i spend the next however long making all these albums when i can just you know if you want to that's great but like there's no demand there's no need for it because they made take on me and that'll yeah. <laughs> carry on more than any fucking i never thought about it from that way but that is true yeah that's true it's like uh what the chinese democracy by guns <laughs> <laughs> that's their thought yeah you know what i mean oh yeah. my god yeah yeah that was a whole other that was a whole other era the fucking the guns and roses shit axel rose running around in his fucking tidy whiteies on stage <laughs> He's a fucking wild. You can't guy. do that nowadays. Get canceled, right? Right, right. Yeah, man. Fuck. I, I feel like it's. I feel like we live in a day and age where, like, like women, like it's almost like women can just go all out, strip, and then like the men have had to put more clothes on. <laughs> it's like reverse segregation. Right. And you can argue whether that's good or bad, but it's it's interesting. I was I was at fucking. Uh, um, I think it was Fall Out Boy. Yeah, it was Fall Out Boy. I was reading that Fall Out Boy. And, like, the first band that went on, the chick was wearing pasties. And I was like, all right. Like, that's all just right, how it yeah. happens. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, all right, you're not even trying to rely on the, the music at this right, point. Like, right. And, you know, what? I've had female artists on the podcast, and I've talked to them about the same thing. Like, I, I think there – it is very unfortunate because I think there is, a, like, a, a trend of women who, um, you know, are, like, talented. And, like, who could – who, like – you know, like almost, it, you, know, you almost wish that they would just write in their music, but they then they kind of go to the, they kind of go to that format of like, oh, I'm just going to like show my ass. I'm going to do ass shaking video. And that's how it's like, okay, well, people don't really like you for the music anymore. They just yeah. like you for the, like, nobody cares about the OnlyFans chicks, like, ukulele side right. twitch, you know. <laughs> they want to see your pussy. Right. right. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you know what we're here for. Like, yeah. yeah. Exactly. I mean, you know, I almost kind of, like, in a way, I feel bad for women. Right, because I feel like a lot of times they almost like that's kind of where the standard is. So if they want to actually like, like I can see the argument where like they're kind of they're getting on that wave so they can get onto that platform where they can just rely on their, and that's I mean that's a valid argument in a sense. But like at the same time, I don't know if you want to. I guess it just depends how much uh, you want to stick to your true self, right? Yeah, and yeah, it's definitely harder for (laughs) someone who's not willing to uh, do OnlyFans or we'll just say like dress more modestly. You have to rely more on your talent, right? And yeah, and your content creation abilities. You know, um, at that point, um, yeah, you just have to rely more on your own 
skills you know your your brain to uh yeah yeah dude it's it's hard to be a boner killer like it's it's really it's it's really hard to be a few mars to be kind of a boner you know like it's like no link no link Ah, (laughs) damn it (laughs) that's kind of that's kind of the day and age we live in you know what i mean it's wild man yeah, but I I still think like the true successful female artists don't have to rely on that. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yes, 100%. that's that's definitely the easy way to go about it. You know what I mean? And and you're definitely just gonna get the lowest hanging fruit um, of those content creators. You know what I mean? Yeah. If you're yeah, if exactly. you're just diving fully into that, it depends. I think there's a degree. You know what I mean? There's a spectrum there, but um, oh, 100 percent. Yeah. Well, because I mean we. You know, despite us talking about this, there's an entire other group of people who doesn't think like that, you know, and they and they want to they genuinely want to see those that content. And that's great. You know, I it's kind of, you know, thinking about like uh, that, the whole thirst trap world. Like, I do think we're going to see generations that just are over that shit. Like, I think right now we're in like a hyper sexual time where like we have these phones in our pockets that you can just see whatever the fuck you want right. all the time. And that's got people like hyper on it. And then there are going to be generations of people who like grow up in that. Mm. And there's it's just like nothing to them they're like whatever this is like this is me watching the football game right (laughs) which is fucked up but like i feel like in a way it's almost gonna like work against people who are you know another thing like ai look at ai right like what happens and this is already happening like what happens when ai gets a hold of porn and then ai is able to create better porn than people are and then all these people who have put their pussy on the internet now they're pussies on there forever (laughs) they're not making any money off it because the ai is and then they're like, ah, oh, shit. Yep. <laughs> Everybody can see my pussy. No. <laughs> That's the next uh, way we need to jump on is the AI porn, dude. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's a, that's a billion dollar industry right. just waiting to happen. That's right the there. stock market, yeah. man. That's the stock market move. Yeah, there was a. Um, I was listening to a podcast and this guy was talking about a man who was like um, married to a sex robot he like he considered like for 10 years like 10 plus years he like considered himself like full in a relationship with like a sex robot right and it's it's wild man it's wild that's to think not about. even surprising <laughs> right that's yeah. the thing like yeah i'm like oh that's yeah that's, you're like that's just happening now like, right. that, why, how did that not happen 20 years ago <laughs> come on this is staring us right in the face right they make a whole show my strange addiction and shit people are addicted yeah. to like inanimate objects and whatnot that crazy. so yeah the sex doll is just par for the course you know yeah I mean? yeah like the lady who's in love with the the eiffel tower i think it is and then there was like another uh follow-up where she like <laughs> she like cheated on the Eiffel Tower and went to like this like ride or like a fence or something and she just like sat on this like pointy fence. It was like this it was like this fence that was like jagged and she's right. like sitting right in the jagged and you're like, first of all, like that just looks uncomfortable right. as hell. You just you need a penis. You <laughs> need to stop fucking this fence post. It's not good for you. I <laughs> no, terrible, <laughs> terrible medical advice. Yeah, you're gonna get fucking like cysts in your pussy from <laughs> from like a splinter or something. <laughs> People are wild, man. People get hooked on the yeah. Weird no, shit. there's a bunch of dudes on that show that are. Um, and like in love with their cars you know what i mean yeah like, like making out with the tailpipe type shit you know what <laughs> yeah. i mean yeah and probably more Def- definitely more yeah not they, probably but. they put a flashlight in the, in the right the yeah and that that like happens like once per season you know what i mean so the, the yeah this is like a saga you know what i mean like <laughs> saga they could make a whole ass show about right that. let's yeah. be real at least a mini series it just it just i don't think that many people want to be known for that and like right. put that out there you know no, right like, well th- yeah that's a whole other step right like it's one thing to have the fetish it's a whole other thing to be like all right this is me yeah. bro this is fucking me but hey you know what if there's any time in history to do it now yeah, <laughs> yeah. the fucking time <laughs> we we definitely make the worst people famous nowadays <laughs> like the worst of the the more terrible of a person you are like that's how far you're gonna go in this industry you know what i mean like yeah do you think that's ever gonna end or you think that's just how it's going to be forever? Like people a- being able to hijack um, the attention because of how bad they're acting or whatever. I think um, I think there's a certain amount of people like already who are like a little bit self-aware. You know what I mean? We're mm. just we just don't expose ourselves to like you know the, these terrible people. You know, mm. um, but yeah, I think I I hope over time like people will 
will become more self-aware of this and be like, okay, this isn't like what we need to be glorifying right now. Or like, this is, you know what I mean? Yeah. But I think that might take a long, long time. Yeah. Yeah. I really hope so. I really hope, um, you know, people just come to their senses and just kind of, um, you know, just evolutionarily realize that like there's, there's more to this than, um, just, you know, and it, like it, it, going in whatever indulgence you want on, you know, in terms of like raging or whatever, like, um, things are going to come back to bite you in a sense. Right. Yeah, definitely. It's, yeah. Yeah. It's on there forever. A lot of people <laughs> have lost their jobs over, you know, tweets from yeah, 10 dude. years ago. So yeah, I mean, be careful out here. Yeah. I mean, pot called the kettle black. Like I, I, I have a fucking podcast where I say crazy shit every episode. So, I mean, you know, it's <laughs> that, that shit's definitely come back to bite me too, man. I fuck, but you know, that's also kind of another thing too, right? It's like, uh, you almost kind of wonder like, is it so over, done that like is it just not gonna matter no yeah that that's definitely plays a part in it like the mm-hmm. like every every person who comes next right has to top the the previous person yeah you know what i mean in debauchery and crazy <laughs> shit that they say you know what i mean like 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 let's say like you know you said like kanye and trump right like <laughs> Yeah. Like, like if one is more famous for like a year, the other one's gonna say some crazy shit, so they're more famous the next year. And yeah. the other one's gonna like top, and, it, and it's not just those two, but it's who, whoever, whoever, whoever yeah. is just gonna top it the next year. Somebody's gonna say something more wild and wild, and uh, yeah, yeah, who knows where that's gonna end? But you know, it's really funny. Um, uh, so back back in that round that's right before that time where uh, Alex, he, uh, Kanye went to Alex Jones show he went on a show called Tim Cast RL with the host Tim Pool and uh, he went with uh, Milo Yiannopoulos if you've ever heard of him and Nick Fuentes yeah I've heard of both of them yeah man. very both very controversial figures uh, have said some crazy shit so they all showed up to this um, this interview nightmare then- blunt rotation right there <laughs> <laughs> essentially but the funny thing was they were only there for like 10 15 minutes because like like the the interviewee like the interviewer like he tried to like kind of leave like the jew stuff like you know till like the end of the thing like in the middle of it or whatever like he tried to start with the story but like kanye just went in like oh i want i want to talk about the jews and then uh <laughs> like he he like he like questioned him he's like hey this is kind of you know he said like hey that's not right it's kind of fucked up and he just walked out you know but it's funny because before that interview the three of them went to go get lunch with donald trump or uh-huh. dinner or whatever and kanye proposed to donald trump that donald trump be his vice president <laughs> for the presidential run the, the man's bold like that, which is a yeah. hilarious <laughs> idea right that like the most egotistical man that's been on one of the most egotistical people to be on the public sphere in the last decade right, right. is like gonna be vice president to Kanye. West. <laughs> But if they did, that's a guaranteed win. Like right, right there, right. Let's, let's be honest. Like I don't think th- Trump actually thought that one through. Like that that's like a guaranteed. You, like worst case scenario, you're vice president. You know, what I mean? like when Trump is at the level that Biden's at now, that's when he's going to be like, okay, I'll be your vice president. Right. But you know, I feel like Trump's not going to like. I feel like Trump isn't the kind of person that when he dies, he's not going to like wither and die. Like he's going to go out in flames. He's going to be like, you know, what is that going to look like? It's going to be like, it's going to be cholesterol dying, from (laughs) dying. He's going to be in the middle of a triple quarter pounder and he's going to just fall (laughs) and die on it. He's going to be eating a taco bowl. He's going to fucking face plant into it. That's how I predict him going. He's not going to get assassinated. He's not going to get shot. He's going to get killed by a fucking taco bowl. Right? <laughs> I heard this one comedian say Trump is the first president you could punch assassinated. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no, that was Biden. Oh, yeah, no. Was yeah, Biden. Shane Gillis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shane Gillis is the shit. That's <laughs> hilarious. That's so funny. Yeah. Do you have any opinions on the presidential election coming up, or are you pretty apolitical? Yeah. No. I'm. No. I'm definitely an independent. You know. Like. Okay. I'm, yeah. I'm yeah. Uh, uh, conservative on some issues sure. and and sure. liberal on others. So. Sure. Sure. Yeah. I don't really lean to either either side too much. Okay. Yeah. Do but you, but you, I like I like to talk about it and and uh, dive yeah. into the different sides and what's going on. Well, and, you're on the right show for that. Yeah, you're yeah. on the right show. <laughs> um. Do you, do you have anybody that you like for the? coming election 
Um, I, to be honest, I haven't been paying that much okay. attention just okay. yet, sure. right? Like, I feel like the Republican candidates have been getting a lot of airtime, so I see their faces more often. But yeah. I'm not really sure uh, who's on the, the Democrat side, like who's upcoming right now. Yeah, so um, the guy who I kind of I, I haven't one hundred percent given my all my coins into him, but someone I really like is RFK Jr. Um, he's running, and he the thing that makes him interesting is he's running Democrat, which is like kind of the perfect uh, way to like actually get someone in the office and yeah. get stuff done. Because I mean, I, I don't think it's a secret that like in terms of like the current socioeconomic landscape. Um, in a lot of ways they, you know, it's weird because we've been predicting these like red waves and stuff and they just haven't been happening. So it's very clear that, um, a lot of people are Democrat leading mm. and, you know, I, I, I can't remember his name. I think Vivek rams away or something like that. I can't right, remember okay. something like that. Um, he's like really the only, I mean, besides Trump obviously, but I don't know. I don't know if that's actually going to happen, but he's the only one that seems to like actually have any poll in the Republican party. And like, I've never even fucking heard of this guy. Yeah. Um, so I think it's interesting that someone like RFK, who's like, you know, obviously they come from the Kennedys established family. Um, and like really has said some really poignant things, um, you know, about the recent, you know, stuff with COVID and, you know, things like that. Uh, and it, I don't know, it just resonates. I think he wants to do, a lot of things that I like that like that I personally like a president doing, which is like cutting back the restriction. I mean, there are some areas where it's questionable, but I think for the most part, he wants to cut back the restrictions. He wants to like let people live freer. Right. And I think he has I think he has the right intentions at least. Like I said, there are some things that I'm not like hundred percent with him on, but I think he if I were to vote for anybody, it would be him. Probably I think he'd be Yeah, I'm gonna have to look into it for sure. more. Yeah, no, I just after these last few elections, I just I mean I'm, I'm incredibly jaded. Um, yeah. yeah, and I just feel like it's a it's a giant circus show. You know what I mean? Yeah, that goes on for a while. Like I'm bombarded on my every every movie I watch on Netflix starts with like an or, or Hulu. I mean that starts with a, a presidential ad. I'm watching YouTube. There's presidential ads. I'm like I get in, yeah I get sick of that real quick. Yeah. You know, and it's like. Nothing really ever changes that much for the average American, no matter who's who's winning. And we spend yeah. billions of dollars just on promotion and Agreed. and campaigning, Agreed. and and it's like for what? For another person like who does nothing, who 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 who's not gonna help your help you in any meaningful way, you know? Yeah. Well, and you know that's and that is like you know a very valid reason to maybe even be uh skeptical of someone like rfk right because like even if he has good ideas that you know like i'm personally like i'm a libertarian that's like the political party i um affiliate with like even though i'm you know it is possible i may like register democrat just to vote for rfk but yeah. for the most part i consider myself a libertarian um you know i think there there's a line where um you know, you kind of you kind of have to admit that, like, even though even if someone has good intentions, they're playing into the system, still, right. right? Like someone we've had in the podcast, Seth Leopold, like he argues this a lot. Like, if you're playing into the system in any way, you, like you're part of the problem, mm. and that's a like like you know, there's the anarchist type of mindset that you know um, that is like prominent libertarianism that says that too. Like, yes, I agree to an extent, but like, I don't know, it's a dicey issue, right? Like, figuring out like what like what's the line where um, you can try to enforce things that actually help people and what's the line where it um just ends up you know going to what you know the regular human just you know course of action which is like greed and just taking as much as you can for yourself like you know at, at what point does that happen it's yeah. a tough debate yeah exactly you never know who's yeah like you said when you're playing into the system it's hard to differentiate <sighs> You know, who's who's right, who's just saying the right things to the right people at the yeah. right time, you know? Oh, super. Yeah, there's so many fucking people that just... Uh, and, you know, you, you hope, it, you know, and with the internet, something like the internet, you know, you hope that, like, you're able to see that a little more. And, you know, like, you know, something with that's, you know, I think beneficial of RFK over any other candidate is he has been doing, like, the podcast circuit, like, going on JRE, going on the, on these, like, you know, very prominent growing podcasts. Like, he's the only presidential candidate who's actually doing his marketing right, who actually understands where like the, the internet, American, yeah. yeah, like, where the American public actually is, which is on the internet, on YouTube. They're not on fucking CNN. They're not on Fox News. Yeah. Like, they don't... It's just background noise. Exactly. And every other presidential candidate is going to go 
that same circuit because they're all part of the system. I mean, and you know, you could make the argument that RFK is part of the system too. That's very possible. But I don't know. I I think in in a way, if you want to, like, if we're at a time like the nu- you know, the nuclear conflict with Russia, or you know, like whether it's like what happened with COVID, like we're like we're at a time where I think you maybe need to like be able to kind of. You know, give up some of the, give up some of what you want to like for the better picture, right? Right. Like even if RFK does something that like I really don't like, if he ends the nuclear conflict, like that's more of a priority for me Mm -hmm. than like you know whatever I disagree with him on. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. Hell yeah. Do you want to get some more water? Well, you know, we're actually at the hour point, so um, I think this is a good place to wrap up. Yeah, for sure. Um, But yeah, um, tell us, uh, where can people find you? And uh, you said you got, uh, by the time this episode um, comes out, uh, your track will already be out. But like, what's the the info for that? And what do you got going on? Yeah, so uh, I'm uh, Buddy Forrest on all platforms, YouTube, Instagram, Spotify, Apple Music. Yeah, any, all streaming platforms that you would normally listen to music on, I'm, I'm on there, yeah. And then uh, the new song is called Pressure Part 2. So it's the second part in this series that uh, I have going on. And it's basically basically talking about the pressures of, like, everyday life and trying to make it as an artist and, um, you know, doing doing the acting, doing the music, you know, um, trying to be a good good, uh, partner to your girlfriend, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. yeah, so a lot of that, you know, gets in my head sometimes, and you know, you feel like, you know, feel the pressure sometimes, weight of the world. Oh, so, yeah. Um, yeah, that's that's kind of what the song's about. That's um, awesome. Yeah, and that's like the second one in the series. So that's something I'm going to continue in the future as well. Hell yeah! Well, buddy, Force, it's been a pleasure to have you, man. Thanks for having um, me. Like yeah. I said, I was listening to some of your stuff before I got here, and I I really like it. I think you got some uh, good stuff coming for you, and I'm really glad that you decided to move to Iowa. And, yeah, uh, thanks. You know, continue yeah. your artistry here. <clears throat> you know, like I said, like I, you know, like I was rambling about before, it's small, it's grassroots, but I do think there's a lot of potential here. So the more people I see coming here and doing that, um, the better. I think that's awesome. Um, all right, guys, this is the Cow Stars podcast. Um, we are here every Monday at 7 p.m. Uh, yes, we've gone down to once a week just because we have uh, a lot of things going on behind the scenes, but that's okay. Um, we have a website, com. We also have a Patreon where you can find exclusive content there, other episodes, etc. And, uh, yeah, subscribe to that. Support the channel. Um, like I said, play for us again. It's been a pleasure, man. All right. Have a good night, everybody. Peace. Peace.